This is a summary of the first sicha. Look at the parshayet. Look at the sicha's chelik yud. There's a zayar in the zayar kodesh, the holy zayar, where it points out how before Avram Avinu got a bris, it says Hashem spoke to him in a vision. However, after he gets a bris in this week's parsha. It says, Hashem. Hashem appeared to him. Different wording. Doesn't use the word vision. It uses the word appearing. Doesn't use the word mechaza, which is an Aramaic word. It uses the word vayeda in the Hebrew. What's the distinction? So the Holy Zayar says the following idea. Very mysterious words. But what does it say in the Zayar? It says that the angels don't deal in the language of Targum. They don't know Aramaic. It's the one language that they don't know. They know the 70 languages, but they don't know Aramaic. And therefore, it says in the Zayar, Hashem spoke to Avram Avinu in the word of in, in, in Aramaic and in Amechza, so that the angels shouldn't have an argument at how come Hashem is appearing to a man who doesn't have a bris. However, after he got the bris, there was no argument anymore. Hashem didn't feel intimidated, so to speak, and he spoke to Hashem Avram directly by Yeda in the Hebrew, and that was good to go. That's what it says, very mysterious, very puzzling, as a matter of fact. Doesn't seem to make any sense. Mm. If Avram Avinu was on the level that he deserved to get this prophecy, this high level of prophecy from God, he was deprived of it because of what the angels are going to say. What, what, what exactly is their argument? And if he's not worthy of it, then why are we basing it upon what angels think or don't think? And the answer is, that it harkens back to what is unique about the Jewish people and what do they bring to the table. And where do we, and we, we, we actually find the angels arguing with, with God against giving the Torah to the Jewish people. When Hashem gave the Torah to Meishra the angel said, you should put your glory in heaven. The Torah belongs in heaven. Torah is spiritual, Torah is divine, Torah is truth. This world is a world of falsehood of Denial of God, of concealment, of stupidity, of foolishness. Why would he give the Torah to earth, to man? Man has no truth to him whatsoever. And Meish famously responded, he said that the whole Torah was given for man. Not only the whole Torah, he says, what's the point of Torah in heaven? And what, what, what is really that argument? What is really the discussion? What's the answer of Meish Rabbeinu? Meish Rabbeinu said, essentially the point that Chassidah says a million times, but it's uh, it's so fundamental. Now, what does God get out of the spirituality? Is no closer to God than physicality. It's not God. We're dealing with something truly infinite. Hashem is infinite, true infinity. When you're dealing with Hashem, who's truly ain't safe, then spiritual is not closer to God than physical. They're both they're both mere creations. Hashem transcends both entirely. And on the contrary. What, what what gives Hashem pleasure the, is the novelty, the novelty of the physical, of the limitation, and even over the air, to, to be able to have that divine connection. That's what God, now on the contrary, you're not, you're not concealing the truth of Hashem with your spiritual ecstasy and, and, and experience, which is blocking you from experiencing the truth of Hashem, the essence of Hashem, the reality of Hashem. Which, which is, you know, all of spirituality is a distraction. In a way, this world, Hashem can be the most transparent in this world because there's no distraction. 
It's just us and Hashem. None of that spiritual distraction, this world, paradoxically, by being the most concealed world, um, is the place where the essence of Hashem could be revealed. And in fact, that's what Hashem told the angels, um, that with all their arguments against man, Hashem said that if you put one pinky of his to them, they would all burn up alive. What is that idea? The idea is that everyone has the amount of godliness and life energy that's been placed within them. Hashem says that if I add one ounce of energy beyond what you're able to, to bear, you'd, you'd be nullified in existence. You'd be totally destroyed. You'd be annihilated. That's, that, that's, that's the system. You put, the, you put too much energy. Everyone receives how much they are for the sake of keeping up the semblance of existence, the semblance of ego, of, of having a separate ent- uh, identity. Versus the Jewish people, what's it's it's not like that at all. That uh, not only are they not nullified if Hashem adds His pinky, right? Rather, they're drawing down from higher than Shaitash and Ibrahim, higher than where creation comes from. They're totally nullified. They become emissaries of God. They're vessels for the presence of Hashem. It's a very powerful idea discussed in Chassidus, but that is the discussion between the angels. And between man and the argument, and ultimately Hashem chose totally Bashamayimi, Hashem chose earth, Hashem chose the Jewish people. And 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 this is this is the system. And now we understand what the Zayar is referring to. The Zayar is saying that the angels, it's not just that what would the angels say? The angels would be right. What was wrong with what Avram, not wrong, but what was the what was lacking before Avram Avinu got the mitzvah of Mila, of getting a bris, which is the very first mitzvah that he received? But the problem was that everything he did was all of his own initiative, which is beautiful. But how far does that go? Do you truly connect with the infinite? We see that all of the mitzvahs of Avram were all spiritual because he didn't have anything physical. He didn't have a mitzvah given to him by Hashem. He didn't have that... All of his connection was within his paradigm, within his world, within being a creation. He reached the ultimate that a creation could reach, which is a tremendous accomplishment. But how much could a creation reach is, is, the, is the ultimate question. How high, how high, how much understanding could you possibly have? How much emotion could you possibly experience? It could be unfathomable how big it is, but it's still Hashem is infinitely bigger. So that was the problem with Avram. And therefore, if Hashem would reveal himself to Avram in absolute transparency, the essence of Hashem as He is, that Hashem appears to him, not appears, not Hashem gives him a vision, the mechzeh, Hashem actually appears to him, the essence of Hashem, the angels would have a legitimate argument. They would ask, by what right, the, 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 what, why does Avram get this? Avram doesn't have a bris. In other words, he, 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 all of his avayda is all from his own working on himself and nullifying himself the angels turn to God. They say, we, we think we're pretty nullified to you. Our whole existence is you. Every second of our life is in total and absolute commitment and nullification towards you. Is there a fundamental difference between us and Avram? Avram's working out of his own passion, out of his own, even though he's totally nullified himself. But how much could he nullify himself, frankly? You can't nullify yourself out of existence. What, what is Avram doing fundamentally? That was the argument of the angels if they would have heard about it. And that's why it's also in Aramaic. Not just because Aramaic is not the language that the, that, the, that the angels understand. 
Aramaic represents that it's not in Hebrew. And what's the difference between a Hebrew language and other languages is that other languages are made up. What do you mean made up? They're consensus. People decide what the language should be and they speak it. So too, the Jewish people, the Avram Avinu made it up, so to speak. He took everything that he had and he gave it to Hashem. But it wasn't Hashem creating that absolute and infinite connection. It was Avram Avinu, it was man-made, it was man-made. But then after he got the bris, he got the ultimate connection with Hashem. At this point, Hashem could appear to him as he is. Hashem's reality, it's not that he's nullifying himself to Hashem. Hashem is nullifying him. He's an extension of Hashem in this world when he does a mitzvah. He becomes his creator. He becomes one with his creator. Brisi bivsarchem. My covenant in your flesh. And then there's no argument of the angels anymore. We and the angels are in totally different planes. We're not, it's not based upon how good we did. It's based on Hashem creating this covenant. And of course now it's in the Hebrew tongue. Hebrew is the language of Hashem. Hashem created the world from Lashon Kedesh, from the Holy Tongue. It's not man-made at all. It's made in heaven. And the, uh, the so the Rebbe says that actually the whole parsha of Lech Lecha, the difference between the theme of Lech Lecha and Bayeda, which both talk about Avram, actually are these two things. That Lech Lecha is devoted to the idea of working on ourselves from our own perspective, within our own paradigm, being the best that we can be. Lech lecha, that means go to yourself, be your best self, lech lecha, and go from level to level and leave it behind your household, your country. In other words, leave behind everything holding you back and go from level to level and connect with God. But then comes the higher level and the next level of Ayeda where Hashem appears to you. After you've done everything within your power, the ultimate connection is going to come from on high where Hashem connects himself with us um, through the Teda. And through the mitzvahs.